This podcast is brought to you by On Track Studio. Guys, welcome back. It has been specifically a five-week hiatus, <laughs> but we're back on and I, I needed so for my podcast manager to join me today and dear friend, because I just felt like making my comeback, I needed the support. Happy to be here. <laughs> Hello and Introducing Sophie. Yes. Entering the room, Sophie. She's actually she's often here. here, but you're never here. Yeah. Now she's Ooh. she's literally here. Yeah. So we're happy. We're back and we're doing it. And I was in the car driving here and I'm like, I need to listen back to my last episode. So I bring everyone up to speed in the right frame. So this time last episode, I was a week off tea leaving and it was my episode with Jesse. So I'm kind of coming back now to wrap up this season for good reason, because one, we've got some bonus episodes dropping, which I'll still be in your ears and there will be no break for you. However, there will be a break in recording for me and we have big things planned for Huge season things. two. Yes. It's funny because you actually have, in fact, had a break. Your hiatus, but she's extending her personal break, but with intention this time. But you guys, yeah, you've got a lot to look forward to, let me Mm. tell you. Soph almost gave up on emailing me every fortnight being like, hey, did you want to book in your session? Because it almost was the energy of like, she's not going to do it. Well, straight up, you weren't in the state. (laughs) So I did just... Let's talk about that. Yeah, I did see that. Do you Mm. actually care to share about the weeks that have... Mm been i would love if you could start at the retreat her frequency Mm. that's where you were at i was out there yeah so it's almost like we need to recap the entire month of march because i realized that i haven't recorded once in march and it is in fact april yes welcome so there's something to that but t left on the first of march so that was sort of like the first week was him leaving and then me getting used to just like life and then morgan moved in our new housemate um so now i live with morgan and taylor and it's it's fun it's great and then i went on her frequency retreats which is jesse and flick's company and they have retreats kind of like as a, I guess, like a sub, what would you even call it? Like a, well, it's not really a side hustle, is it? No, it's definitely not a side, side hustle. empire. Yeah. Side Perhaps? empire. Yeah. <laughs> as a part of her frequency. And I had signed for that, like the end of last year, I'd paid in full. I signed straight away. So I almost didn't, you know, when you're not paying something off or you're not doing it close to the date that you almost forget that you're going. Yeah. And for me, it was like, all right, T's leaving. I've got the retreat and then I'm running my own and going in. I think I was just so excited to be around women, be, <laughs> be away from home and have an experience that was in like super close proximity to so many incredible women that are very successful in different businesses and you know there were women there that were multi six figures seven eight nine figures which is just insane and there was just something about that experience where for me a lot came up I feel like it was a really I'm not even going to use the word heavy but let's just use the word heavy because I feel like lots to process yeah I walked away feeling like oh my god I've just realized so much about myself and things that potentially I didn't think that I would actually be moving through going into those you know settings I think it's so easy to go oh I'm going to be working through x y and z like based Mm. on what you know could be a thing for you what Mm. expectations did you have when you Mm. actually thought about because you've been on retreats before I hosted retreats before we were on a retreat together we were yes good times yes so you you kind of have an educated perspective what were you expecting and what surprised you the most 
I think what I was expecting was a lot of processing. I thought there would be a lot that would come up, but I think my expectations around that was almost like it's going to be X, Y, and Z. Like I had planned what I would be processing versus letting it just be an experience where I'm like, all stuff has come out of nowhere. And that's the work that I really have to do. So I feel like it was just a really interesting experience in that way where I was like, wow, there's actually things that I have to look at that feel very confronting to look at. And a lot of it was actually beyond business, which I found really interesting. It was more to do with like relationships and friendships and the part that I play and all these things where going into it, if you would ask me, oh, do you have anything to do around friendships? I'd be like, hell no. <laughs> like my friendships are solid. I have the most incredible relationships, which I do, but there was just a lot of stuff there. And, and I feel the biggest takeaway for me was normalizing big conversations. I think there's something you know, you and I friends, we talk about this stuff all the time, but there is something so powerful about being in spaces where big things are normalized and you're not playing into to normalizing things that actually don't serve you. So it was mm. even stuff around, you know, money and success and women being the breadwinner and just like doing big things that aren't normalized in your everyday life. And I think the cool part was actually seeing where I'm like, these conversations are normalized in my world. Like mm. I didn't feel like it was a super polarizing experience in terms of, oh my God, I can't believe these conversations exist. I was like, wow, my life actually is these conversations. Like totally. when we hang out, when we're with MT, whatever, that's exactly the conversations that we're having. And yeah. it was just a cool moment of like, fuck, my life is actually really, really good. And good in the sense that I've done so much work over the last few years to make my external environment match how I want to operate internally. And I think that was just a very cool moment to build external awareness around what I've done, what I've built and the life that I've actually created for myself. Totally. And Mm. I think it's really interesting because I think when you have lived a life like you have, you learn how to hold big conversations. You get really good at that. Mm. But being held in your big conversation is a completely different thing. And I think because, you know, as, you know, the success that you have built for yourself, it's relatively new within the last, you know, couple of years, right? So Mm. it's all new. Even though you've got those friendships, like you say, with us and everything where you can be held, you almost don't recognize it yet. You're almost like... I, my, my ego concept of self doesn't actually realize that I can be held in these conversations. And then, Mm. you know, you go to a retreat like that, you have it out, all your preconceived ideas of like not being held and like the safety net not being there is removed. And you're like, oh, I'm held. And then we caught up for coffee after and you're held again. Mm. And then the evidence builds the other way Mm. and it's fucking epic. It's fucking epic. It's cool to see. Yeah. And I think even that vulnerability part was huge for me where I've always had the the story that I'm not a vulnerable person and mm. I'm just not open and I'm just closed off or whatever, whatever the story may have been. And on the retreat, I built so much awareness around the fact that I actually am a very vulnerable person and vulnerability doesn't look like, you know, being loud and emotional and overexpressing anger or whatever it may have been where it's like that was my perception of vulnerability, which is so interesting because of course zooming out and looking at what vulnerability actually means, it has nothing to do with 
actually expressing emotion, whether that be sadness, happiness, um, you know, anger, whatever, and more to do with like, well, how transparent are you? Like yeah. how willing are you to be seen in your, your shit and that be okay? And I'm like, I'm a very vulnerable person. Like yeah. there's not much that I won't tell anyone. And especially with private clients, my mastermind girls or in limitless broadcasts, like even within my business and offers, there are so many spaces where I am so happy to tell all. And I would even say, you know, on this podcast and drink more water, I'm like, I've always been very vulnerable and I'm very self-honest. And that was a cool thing where I'm like, wow, I'm actually happy admitting fault and I'm happy admitting the parts that I've played in situations or things. And I'm good at taking responsibility. And it was just very, very cool to dissolve the story of I'm not vulnerable because I'm like, no, I am. It just may not come in the form of me outwardly expressing emotion in terms of like crying or being sad or whatever it may have been. We're taught that vulnerability is this Mm. big obnoxious expression, but actually Mm. it's just honesty. Mm. Like that's that's, all it is. That's literally you're dysregulated. Yeah, totally. You know, so I just can, I, for a long time, I think I just had confused the two where I'm like, oh, I'm just not vulnerable, but it's like, no, do you potentially have high levels of emotional intelligence and you can actually regulate and process big emotion absolutely I was like oh (laughs) I think that's the thing I think that's actually you know my truth and it's no longer making myself wrong for the fact that I actually do have my own back and that was huge that's massive oh like yeah Jessie even reflected that to me probably the week after um the retreat and and she said to me Riley (laughs) blind spot and this like kind of hurt to see but I was like wow this is true she's like I feel that you make situations um seem harder for you to process to get attention huge Mm. because she goes I actually know you can process it yourself and I was like wow (laughs) so let that land true let that land interesting and Mm. this guys is the sneaky part that ego can play we all think that our ego wants Mm. us to look cool in front of our friends that makes sense but truly your ego is sneaky enough to be like Mm. I'm actually going to you know, amplify, amplify Mm -hmm. struggle because I want to be liked Yep, or seen as someone who is similar to other people. You know, you just want to be seen and held. So you overexpress. Interesting. Very interesting. And the funny part in that and like the polarity in that is I believe and zooming out and looking at it, I'm like, wow, I make easy things to process internally be perceived as hard so I get the love and attention and I make hard things to process internally seem easy so I don't actually have to be seen in the struggle I can hear you on that Mm. I do the same thing and it's it it takes me back down to like you know back in high school I had lots of family drama going on couldn't talk about it with my friends so instead I just bitch about my stepmom because that was easy. easy so I felt held in a moment but then behind closed doors you Mm. you're actually just feeling isolated as ever yeah that's I get that tendency and a ploy to get it like get attention right where it's like sometimes and this is exactly it it's like if you do have you know high levels of emotional intelligence or the ability to process or good internal dialogue like name your thing there is a part where you don't actually need people as much as you potentially once did, right? So there was a time in my life where I needed people to process, but coming into life now and a realization now that I'm like, I actually don't really need much support external of myself to feel supported. That's interesting because there's, there's loneliness attached to actually being capable of having that process. Hear you. Right. Yeah. So even tea leaving, it's like, there was a part of me that wanted to play into, oh, this is really hard for me right? Moving him, moving overseas, um, just for context. But was it actually hard for me to process? No, it wasn't. 
No. Like, no, it wasn't. But it would have been very convenient for me to make that seem really hard. So I kept having people check in on me. So I kept having that attention. And there is loneliness associated with that, but it's actually looking at the part where it's like you can lean on people for things that you potentially are struggling with and get that love and support, but don't play, don't play damsel in things that you're actually not struggling with because that's your superpower. I'm like, my superpower is the fact that I am grounded. I am neutral. I do have a good process internally and I've got the emotional intelligence to support myself. I've worked really, really hard at actually having that and cultivating that. Exactly. So just that part was big. Huge. Mm. What's something hard that you have recently processed? Genuinely mm. hard. I would even say, like looking at something that I this is this is what's interesting. I don't find much hard to process myself. Right. And it's like I instantly want to clutch at something and I'm like, oh, what could what could I say? Like that's where my mind goes. I'm like, what could I say that's so hard for me to process? When I think of something really hard to process, I almost think of not being able to come to a conclusion or not being able to handle yourself really, I can always get to an end point and I know I can hold and handle a lot of things. But I would say right now, what I have been navigating behind the scenes is almost this like competitiveness, superiority type type vibe with my mentor, um, with Jesse, you guys know Jesse. And that's just been interesting because I've needed a mirror and I've needed a soundboard for her reflecting things to me where potentially I'm making things a problem that actually aren't a problem. So I know this might not be making much sense on on the, on the end listening to this, but there's been things where I'll shame myself for, you know, being too good or I'll shame myself for I never want to like seem to be above people or different things like that. And actually having um, the ability to see when it's like, is this fact versus opinion? Yes. You know, because there's a difference between like, trying to be better than people versus like, or you're just better at that thing. Yeah, right. Totally. So not undermining my success or my ability to do things at the expense of making someone else feel good. Yeah, yeah. I hear you. And I yeah. think what you're saying, correct me if I'm wrong, for the mm. listener who might have got lost there, is like... I got lost there. Yeah. So <laughs> let's uh, let's unpack that further if you're comfortable. You're used to being good at things. And so you've built this business. And now, you know, there is a part of you that is scared to be the best in the room. Mm. Or no, sorry, maybe scared to be perceived that you see yourself as the best in the room. That's it. That's it. Mm. Where it's like, actually, it can be true that you're the best in the room and that you don't have a huge ego coming out of your ass and that you're grounded and cool and all the things and be the best in the room. And it's someone's opinion. Someone else's opinion might see the other person as better. And that's cool. Mm. That's the reality you're sort of coming to grips with. Yeah. But it's hard to hold the fact that people are perceiving you as someone who thinks you're top shit. Yes. And that's always what I've tried to protect myself from. I'm like, mm. oh, I don't want anyone to think that I think I'm too successful or I'm too good of a mentor or too like name, name your thing. Like yeah. this could play out in so many areas yeah. in business, behind the scenes, whatever, but it's coming into, okay, what is true? Have you built a successful business? Yes, you have. Have you worked really hard? Yes, you have. Are you a good mentor? Yes, I am. Like actually just claiming my truth in a lot of things yeah. and not watering that down to make someone else feel good because that's me projecting on the other person right it's like I'm projecting that people can't hold me in it when they absolutely can so it's sort of giving everyone their power back and and not um yeah just not playing into that narrative anymore and just trusting that it's like me being anchored in my truth is not at the expense of someone else's success or ability to do big things it's like I'm allowed to say out loud like wow I'm so fucking proud of myself and that not take away from someone else's success power ability to lead whatever so it's just been cool that is deep, deep, deep conditioning that 
you're up against like the whole Mm. world like tall poppy syndrome hello it's a Mm. thing it's like coined its own term it's it's hard to hold being Mm. like successful and seeing yourself as that success Mm. so yeah I get it yeah it's just been interesting and I think I definitely had potentially a vulnerability hangover (laughs) off the back of the retreat my favorite yeah I I just felt like whoa like that was just a lot in a really really cool way and so pivotal and just deepened so many relationships and even with Jesse I feel like we just hit a new level in our relationship as well which was really really cool and did you speak that out to her yeah at the retreat Mm. did she hold it like a queen like a queen love that she always holds it like a queen yeah that's great yeah and it was funny because I I went back to Adelaide after that um with Christina and went and spent a few days with Christina down in Adelaide and I had a call with Jesse on the Monday like after the Saturday on the retreat so it was just like really nice to have that unpack straight after the retreat where I was still like sitting in that almost confusion of like okay I'm piecing all of these things together now like what just happened essentially yeah um and yeah I feel like we just got to a really cool place there and it definitely took me a week or two though to actually settle down like I felt I'm not even going to say just regulated just like a bit rattled in a way of like wow I've just realized so much about myself I've come into so many new concepts and ideas and things and just awareness around myself and the human I am and what I need to clean up and what I get to elevate and, and whatever it's just a lot to hold sometimes and I think having tea not at home when I came home I'm like oh my god like there's just so much change yeah Yeah. so much change in March which was big yeah that is huge where do you think because I know enough about Mm -hmm. somatic experience that Mm -hmm. when you have a release that vulnerability hangover which I've experienced a lot as well it's often because those emotions are trapped within your body and you've just let it out right now the vehicle to let that out was your confrontation with Jesse and actually navigating that competitiveness and unpacking all of Mm. that where was that true in your childhood where do you think that Mm. root actually came from can you think of it I feel like growing up, I was always just the strong one. I was the one that had my shit together. I was the grounded one. I was the one that wasn't causing any problems. Like I was just the competitive one, the the sporty one. Like you go out there and win one and, and not in a, a terrible way, but I was always the one like somewhat holding the fort in terms of I was the easy kid, you know, I'm regulated. I'm all of the things you go do your thing. And I think that's just carried out in my whole life where I'm like, I have, and it's a me thing, but I've created through conditioning and programming and whatnot that I have to be the one that is grounded, isn't overly emotional, um, you know, is regulated, all these different things. And it's so funny because I'm like, wow, that's that's just like so ironic, like considering the job that we do and, and all the things, mm. but it's just been cool that I think that's absolutely my superpower, but it can, it can come around and actually be one of my biggest detriments, you know? So it's, that's on conditioning, isn't it? Well, like, yeah, you know, my, I've got a core belief that your superpower mm. is your biggest flaw. They, yeah. It's a spectrum and it's the polarity in, exactly. in the thing. Yeah. yeah. So you can, yeah. you can go either way. It's like a healthy, a healthy version of you is up here yeah. being that space holder, but the unhealthy version of you, which we all like the pendulum swings, we can mm. all get access to that can feel that way, can feel like I have to be this. 
Totally. Yeah. yeah. So that's probably been my biggest work over the last two years is just actually coming into more equilibrium of like, oh, it's okay to have space held for me. And then it's okay to be able to hold space. Totally. And just letting that be okay. Yeah. Which I think I'm, I'm honestly pretty much there, but it's yeah. just been, it's been a journey and there's different things and situations um, that are almost just opportunities for you to see where it's not fully integrated. And I think the retreat was a place where I was like, oh, this is, this is new. Yep. Totally. New and level. Ego, yeah. Same devil. Don't like, we know it? Like that, that <laughs> Don't demon, we know it? She back. Mm, she um, back. That's crazy. Yeah. So how have you been going mm. without tea? Um, good. I mean, it's funny because I feel like today, and I walked into the studio, and you could both tell, but I was, just, I feel euphoric. Like yeah. lately, like I gen, I can't even describe the happiness that I have felt in my body over the last like 12, 24 hours. It's been weird. So good. What it's do you like think? I'm on one. To? I just, I don't know. There's something happening in my body. Morgan and I joked that it was like the spaghetti bolognese that I, I made, but we just don't know. <laughs> like a lot of bone broth. Like, I don't know. Could be anything. Maybe Something. it's just like, Because he was happy. I was happy. I'm like, what was in this fucking pasta last night? Can I say something? Go on. Truly don't know. <laughs> like we can cut it if you don't like it. But I would actually say mm. my truth uh, from being your friend is that you have like you have built yourself up to like be the thing, mm. be the successful fucking power chick and every step of the way you've obviously had T been your your partner mm. and you've also had Jesse be your mentor yeah and I think there's a part of you that doesn't that like actually loans out credibility that you should take full ownership of of these mm. people around you of course support is necessary for anyone but I actually think that sometimes when you speak I'm like you know you would have got here without Jesse and you know you would have got here without T mm. that's all I'll say yeah. So maybe the euphoric yeah. feeling is literally like <laughs> you realizing yeah. I actually got this. Mm, I think you might be right. And not, and that's exactly it. It's like, this is why we, you know, Jessie's in my corner because I want her in my corner. I don't need her in my corner. Mm-hmm. T is in my life because I want him as my partner. I don't need him as my partner. And I think there's a huge difference between the need and the want piece. And it's so true where it's like at times I potentially project on my success or my ability or whatever that, Oh, it's because of the people I've needed in my life instead of actually admitting like, no, I want these people in my life and they're incredible support. But I think T being gone has made me realize like, wow, I've actually got this on my own. Yeah. And it wasn't ever him and it wasn't ever anyone else. This was always me. And I'm actually seeing that for the first time. And I think, you know, what was it now? A week and a little bit ago, I ran my own retreat. It's been a big month. Yeah. (laughs) It's been a big month. Which we'll get to. We'll get to. Yeah. I ran my own retreat and coming off the back of that, it was like, I just hit a new level of clarity and certainty in who I am, my business, my power, who I get to be, the directness I get to utilize and what I actually see for my business. And that has been euphoric. (laughs) Like that's the word I can use. I'm like, I just feel like I'm on one. Like I'm just so fucking happy. It's giving self-made. It's giving self-made queen, like I've actually worked hard and I've actually mm. achieved something. And I think that's, yeah, yeah. I fucking, I think I, I just see it and I love that you're mm-hmm. just actually seeing it too. And, yeah. you know, not to discredit the people you've had, in, like I didn't want that to come across the wrong way because the reality is like coaches, you know, they coach you on, you are the one doing the work, mm. you get yourself there, but potentially quicker with someone whispering in your ear. Totally. You would have always yeah. gotten there. But I think it's also as a coach yourself, really empowering to have this reflection for yourself because now you're going to be like, I got here on my own and it's an empowering 
like belief to have because then you will be projecting that belief onto your clients like mm. you are doing this your your own like yeah. on your own I'm just in your corner totally it's a beautiful relationship it is and that's even what I was saying to the girls on the retreat and, and these girls were all in my mastermind expansion and I said to them I'm like none of you need me. You've chosen to be here from a state of overflow. You know, you're not here like because you absolutely need to have What's this. Like, hack? Yeah. 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 There's no hack. You're not uh, like that, that fucking mastermind. Like I cannot describe to you how incredible my mastermind is. I feel like that has been a huge part of this like euphoric feeling that I'm, that I'm experiencing, but it's like that mastermind makes me happy in ways I cannot describe. After the retreat, we've all hit a new level in our container, in the relationships, like individually, but as a collective. And I was watching back, I got the videos back from the videographer and I, um, was watching back videos and just celebrating the girls in all the Q1 milestones because we've been plugging in and just speaking to what's kind of moved for them and their businesses in Q1. And what I even said to them on the retreat was, I am never responsible for the results in your business, right? If you do an 100K quarter, I didn't do that. Mm. Sure, I've been in your corner. That's amazing. But you generated $100,000 in your business and that's on you. How good. And I think so often it's like as coaches, we have to be so careful not to claim our clients' results because Mm. it's not a me thing. Like I haven't done anything for them to do that other than be in their corner supporting them when they plug in and need it. Yeah. So it's always remembering that and that's where it's like I know that no one in my life is the catalyst for my growth. However, they've all supported me. They've all helped me, but I generated that result. Absolutely. The same way my clients generate their results. And I think, yeah, that in itself, I'm just like, oh my God, like these women, it's just the best feeling in the world. And I'm just obsessed. Like I have just been like on and off crying and laughing for 24 hours because I'm so happy. I love that. (laughs) It's been weird. I love that. It's been a whole thing. So what Mm. was the retreat? Take the listeners through what was actually involved in it. Yeah. So this is a part of Expansion Mastermind, which is my four-month business mastermind. And it is pretty much a mastermind for anyone that is six plus figures in business. So they're very much established. They're in the business space already, and they're just ready to settle in high-level mentorship, be a part of bigger conversations and normalize big conversations as well. Of course, being plugged in with other women and then having that support. So it's, it's a whole thing. But in my mastermind last year, I decided if I'm doing a mastermind, one, there has to be a retreat. Yep. <laughs> and two, like these have to be my people. It's application. It's very um, selective in the way that it, it matters. You know, in masterminds, it really matters who's in those spaces and it matters that they're an aligned fit for the space. And I just, the launch of this mastermind and the people that are in and the retreat from me, it just, it just reiterated so much. It reiterated the way I sold it. It reiterated the power in who moved in. It reiterated my intentionality around who I actually allowed to come into the space and being in the same house and having that connection and having that a part of the mastermind just completely elevated the experience. Like the mastermind, you know, Voxer and calls before the retreat versus after, it's like, There was a before retreat and there's an after retreat. And the difference is huge. You know, it was incredible beforehand, but now it's like on a different level. And oh, I don't even know. Like I I can't, it's so hard to describe retreats. You know, you come home and you're like, I don't even know where to start, but we'll have a lot of content going up of the retreat soon on Instagram and things like that. But really it was three days in Byron. We were in a house together 
just doing business, doing life, going through process. We went to a bathhouse one day. We were going out for dinner. We had um, Tian, my beautiful caterer, who does all the retreats and she just makes the most insane food. So it's just good food, good energy, good conversations and you just can't describe the feeling like everyone has come back and sent it in their business and everyone left that retreat feeling so grounded, not like it was so big and so heavy or not like it was really love and lighty. Like we just walked away all going, I'm fucking ready. Like I'm actually ready to, to fully send it in my business from a state of really seeing myself where I'm at. We all had so much opportunity to really build external awareness around like who we are as coaches, leaders, mentors, business owners, and the ripple effect of that has been insane mm. off the back end. Like I don't even have words. I, I do clearly yeah. have words. There's a few words. There's a few exchange. words. There's a few words, but you can't actually describe it unless you're in it. And this space has it has actually changed my entire business because relationships will never be the same. The way I run things will never be the same. And it's just a different it's just a different realm now that yeah. we're playing in. New level activated. Mm. Yeah. Activated. That. Yep. So good. And you're off to New Zealand. I'm off to New Zealand on Thursday. Is this gonna be like holiday vibes? We're like dabbling. Relaxa- relaxation, yeah. yeah. Yeah, we're dabbling. So pretty much that was like March. I was kind of yeah, there three days, gone four days, gone five days, back four days, gone five days. Literally. It was just coming. I don't know how you did it. Yeah, I don't know. We got through. I'm just normalizing not being home. That's yeah. actually like I'm normalizing. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like it's normalize great. having no routine. Yeah. Um, and now I've been home for 10 days and Thursday, so it's Tuesday when we're recording. I'm going to New Zealand for two and a half weeks. So I'll be there till like the 23rd of April. So another month that I'm not at home. Mm. <laughs> but this is... So Tina, I've been apart for five weeks, which isn't that long, but it is the longest time apart in eight years. Yeah. Dude. <laughs> so I got to check that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just interesting. Like we were both even saying how it's been, I've been so busy. It's gone quick, but I'm like, wow, like 14 year old me has not been apart from this person since I was 14. I just can't even fathom that. I'm it's like, crazy, wow, hey. life is wild. How are you navigating mm. the long distance? Are you FaceTiming every day or what? Yeah, we're definitely FaceTimers. We're not texters. Like don't, yeah. don't be texting me. I've got shit to do yeah. and vice versa. And yeah. I feel like it's really important for us that like we don't pull each other out of our experiences. Like for yeah. me, if I'm working and I'm doing stuff, don't be texting me because I'm living my life. You yeah. know, I'm with my friends. I'm doing my thing. And same for him. Like he's over there having an incredible experience. He's loving it. He's with friends and family and doing his thing. And I want him to have that experience without being in his phone every five minutes like totally that's just important to me yeah um so we facetime in the morning it's usually like 5 30 my time and then sometimes during the day when it's like midday for me and he finishes for the day and then night again but sometimes it's a two-minute conversation sometimes it's half an hour sometimes we sit there on facetime like doing our own thing like yeah it doesn't it doesn't even look any certain way but I think so far we've both felt really good in how we've navigated it and I don't know. I'm someone who very much just likes to be in person with people. Mm, So I'm like, we're maintaining until we're back together type vibe. And it's just, yeah, I just want to be with him and hanging out with him. So we'll do a bit of travel while we're over there. I'm still running like Amplify Success and a few courses and things while I'm there. So yeah, it's just business as usual, but in New Zealand. So I'm excited to just... Yeah, go and do my thing and come back. And then I'm going to Melbourne for the rest of the month. Wow. <laughs> What's in Melbourne? Melbourne is friends. Oh, yeah. fun. A few of the girls actually from Frequency Retreats, we're oh. going to go and do a little Melbourne. Cute. Three-night stay Yeah. Well, it's not a stay because I'm going to Melbourne, but... 
You get my gist. I do get the Mm. gist. So what courses, programs, like offers are you Mm. actually executing in and amongst (laughs) all of this? Please share. So it's been massive for me this year because it's like I have had no other option than to do my stuff on the fly. On the fly. <laughs> like I, yeah, I've always had a thing about that. I'm like, no, I need to be in that corner of that room against that wall. And now I'm like, that actually can't happen for me anymore. So I have to drop the, you have to be in the country type vibe. Like I'm not going to be <laughs> in the country. So I got to make this work. And it, there's so much permission around that. But I'm running Amplify Success at the moment, which is my six week accelerator course. It's like all things business. The way I describe it is, and you can still join this FYI, everyone, yeah. <laughs> if you're keen. But the way I describe Amplify is like, it's a one-stop shop. If you're a bit confused, I'm like, what business course should I join if you're looking to join one in Amplify you're getting a very multifaceted experience in terms of we speak authentic influence we're speaking to selling we're speaking to offer creation we also speak to standards boundaries like neutral leadership it's just a bit of an all-encompassing experience and I think it's a very cool offer to be in if you're wanting to do like a bit of an overhaul in business and not just focus on one sole thing within your business so that's a call every single week and I'll have two calls over in New Zealand which is perfect and then I'm running Limitless Broadcast which is what I spoke to I think in last episode on the podcast where that's essentially a live broadcast that runs for all of 2023 you can join at any time I highly suggest joining Limitless. It's a very low ticket offer. There's payment plans available. But the cool thing about that broadcast is you're getting behind the scenes. Like I plug in there with everything and anything down to what I'm processing on and off the scenes, how I'm feeling. Sometimes I'm crying in there. Sometimes I'm laughing in there. Like I plugged in this morning with a new offer that I'll be launching. So you get like exclusive insight essentially to behind the scenes of running a multi six-figure company. Like Mm. that is kind of the catalyst for Limitless. And you just get you just get a different side of entrepreneurship and and business and the behind the scenes of the human as well. And I think that's a very cool thing to witness. Like for me the other day, I asked Jessie, I plugged into our mentorship and I was like, hey, how are you feeling at the moment? And she voice noted back maybe like a two minute voice note. It changed my entire business. I'm not even kidding. Like hearing her response I was like, oh my God, I'm changing X, Y, and Z. This has shifted. This has shifted. There's so much power in mentorship. Yes. So much power. And that is where I look at Limitless and I'm like, my God, if you're not in this offer, get in this offer because we do so many micro offers within the offer. And if you're early days in business, established in business, whatever, it's a no brainer being plugged into someone that's that's moved before you, you know, yeah. regardless of it being my broadcast. So I think that offer is just such a overflow offer for me where I'm just plugging in, I'm doing my thing, yet so much value can come from that if you really take advantage and utilize yeah. those opportunities when they present. I think it's so easy to miss opportunities because we think it has to be the 30k mentorship or the big mastermind or you know the eight courses it's like no join the low ticket offer that you're plugged into for 10 months and watch your business change literally activation is key Mm. when you're trying to like run a business like what's activating you and likely it's something like that something you can just listen to and then be like wow I've just gotten all of this energy I'm going to put into my Mm. own business or content yeah and at the moment we're doing like an anonymous Q&A within the broadcast Ooh. for 10 days so there's so many little micro offers it's so much fun yeah um and i'm like even that i'm like wow you literally have access directly to me to ask me anything in the world that's a no-brainer literally yeah why just, are you paying for one-on-one coaching just go to limitless. <laughs> just go to limitless no but i think it's just that advantage piece where i'm like take advantage yes. of those little opportunities that present even though you kind of think oh that's a bit unconventional and not really for me 
you just don't know what comes from being in those spaces or from other people's experience. So totally, that's that. What else have we got going on? Expansion Mastermind is currently in its third month. So we've got six-ish um, six weeks left of mm-hmm. this current round. And then we'll be yeah running the second round starting July, which is my big mastermind, high ticket container, application only, just so fucking cool. Like honestly, this mastermind, I'm like... If you're not in it, I just don't know what you're doing. Literally, yeah. <laughs> just no. to, to put it simply, no. But the I just, retreat alone, honestly. Get yeah, me there. yeah. It's just I can't even describe it, but it's just a very cool space, and yeah, it's just amazing. So that is that, and then a little offer may have may not have dropped in this morning. So wow, How, here we go. Do I dare tell them? Do we? Do I? New offer is called Evolution. I'm going to commit to that here and now. This dropped in last night, people. So let's just normalize that this is basically limitless broadcast right this here. is limitless you're, you're <laughs> plugging in real time i actually already plugged into limitless and the girls are like yep into this so i was okay. like cool permission slip but essentially backstory i'm i'm on my laptop last night doing my thing an old youtube video of mine pops up and i started watching it and i was like wow what am i doing <laughs> like literally what am i doing i'm like i youtube was my thing i love doing youtube i felt like i had such a cool community there so much connection all the things and i loved creating video content and looking back at my own journey there's so much that i can even learn from that and i know how much other people can learn and take from watching someone else in literally their evolution right mm. same with limitless so i had this profound moment if you will where i was like I need to create an offer that is video content. And what I've landed in is you're essentially going to be getting a movie. (laughs) This is what we're doing. A movie. Just bear with me with all the logistics because I'm getting there. But a movie every single month of the month. And it's going to be all the behind the scenes of life, business, health, fitness, wellness, personal development, everything. Like you will see it all be behind the scenes of running the business. It'll be meetings with my business manager. It will be meetings with her podcast manager, podcast manager, (laughs) meeting with my graphic designer. Like there'll just be so much in there. Travel when I'm with tea, when I'm not with tea, life at home, training, what I eat, what I do, how I operate, just everything. And you'll just be very, very behind the scenes in my business. And the reason I've decided to monetize this is because and create an offer is because it is going to be very personal and yeah. very behind the scenes. Like you're you're going to see it all and you're going to get an episode, an episode, but I'm like, an episode's not an hour and a half. So we kind of have to call her a movie. It's a movie series. It's a movie series. <laughs> it's big brand energy, baby. I'm fucking it's, here for it. It's giving big brand energy. Yeah. yeah of, of every single month and essentially a recap. So this year there'll be nine episodes that come out because we're in the fourth month now. Eight. 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 Eight? Yes. No. Fact check. <laughs> Julio. <laughs> Wait, so if there's three, six, nine, no, nine, because there's three quarters left. Three, six, yeah, nine. Yeah, 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 yeah. Cool. Anyway, we Anywho, got there. Yeah. <laughs> I did fail math in grade 12. Well, there's the confession I was waiting for. <laughs> She's not perfect. I can still do the three plus, plus three is six, and then six plus three is nine. Yes. So nine episodes um, for this year, and, and I would say it would probably be ongoing, but it's going to be very, very cool. And I just think video content hits so it's different. different. Can I yeah, just say, please, sorry to cut in, but like, <laughs> I'm just like my mind as the marketer I am and just like the business woman I am mm. as well. It's just like you speak, you guys hear Riley talk about the power of congruency and actually being a congruent, congruent human. This offer is actually going to give you the visual how to be a congruent human. You know what I mean though? Like, yeah, it's like yeah. you, you don't share a lot on your socials about what you do. 
And I think that your mm-hmm. audience is going to get so much from this to be like, oh, wow, she's actually up doing this. This is actually what her day looks like. This is how she's prioritizing herself. This is going to give you the secret sauce to actually having a successful business, mm. in my opinion, because it's about the human and you're mm. giving them access to it. Yeah. Go off. <laughs> Pop Sign off. Sign me up. Pop off. Yes. Congruent queen. Congruent queen. <laughs> Congruent queens should have been what it's called. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's not too late. (laughs) But yeah, thank you for that. Love that little wrap. But I think, yeah, low low ticket vibe. And I just think it's going to be, it's so me. Yeah, it's so you. It's so me. We're starting filming today. Literally. Yeah, it's like, I'm so lit up because it feels, this is what, when you're in your authentic like path with Mm. content creation or business, whatever it is, it feels so good. And everyone feels that. That's the that's big brain energy. That's mm. what I talk about a lot. Yeah. It's yeah. not my podcast, but here we yeah. are. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. But yeah, that's that's honestly I think that's my story. I'm actually in the process right now of hiring a business manager too. So yeah. April in evolution video series, let's just call it that, she's going to be a good one. Like yes. you're going to see the behind the scenes of this very podcast. Yeah. How cool is so that? So why wouldn't you want to be? <laughs> so yeah. So need we say no? Link more. below. Yes. No. Um, but you know, Dara actually said there probably will be a link below. Well, there you go. She's really holding herself. To I her. am. I'm, I'm going to actually, I'm going to make this happen. Cool. I love that. Well, mm. anything else you want to share with the people before you hey hiatus? Hey, hi, hiatus? Hiatus. I reckon just one big thing that I have stepped into recently is just harnessing my directness. Yes. I've heard you talk about this. Mm. Go. Because it's really <laughs> coming to fruition. And it's funny because I've had a lot of stories around like, you know, you're too direct already or you're too blunt, you're too honest, whatever. And I'm like, no, that's my shit. Yeah. Like my directness is my superpower and I've come into a new level of trust that my audience – my community, my clients, my whoever, my friends, my family, they can hold me in my directness. And I'm no longer projecting that people can't hold me in my directness because they can. And I've come into clarity and certainty around, I'm actually happy to be a mirror for people now. Yeah. You know, if I have to be the one that, you know, is, is just firm in who I am and my directness and whatever, and someone potentially feels triggered or activated or doesn't like that, I'm just going to trust that they can hold it. I trust that I can be a mirror for people. And it's cool because I've got a couple of episodes, bonus episodes coming to Riley May in between, like I mentioned at the beginning of the episode. And I feel like in a couple, I was like, yeah, I'm in my riff. I'm in my directness, but I actually feel so good when I'm just speaking my truth and I'm speaking to fact and I'm speaking to, yeah, what I'm actually processing going through, what I believe to be true. And I've realized that it's like my opinion's perspective I'm not in the business of making someone wrong, right? So it's like, if that's my truth, it's my truth. Yeah. And and that's perfect. And I'm not going to do the palatable thing and and water it down or make it like, oh, but it's okay if you don't believe that. Like that goes without saying. Yeah, totally. It goes without saying. And this is my podcast. Exactly. (laughs) You get to take up space on this podcast. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. And I guess a huge blind spot with even Jesse yesterday was me projecting that I need knowledge and can't utilize my wisdom. Oof, that's fucking powerful. <laughs> yeah, it is. And can you just just actually differentiate what wisdom mm. and knowledge are for the audience in case they didn't get that? I, I actually can do that. <laughs> Over to you. So I guess from my perspective, knowledge is like, you know, when you're learning and it's tangible and it's teachings and it's almost external of you, right? Where it's like my knowledge has come from X, Y, and Z, the podcast, the book, the coach, the mentor. Wisdom is just like this innate internal knowing of what is your truth, what you know to be true and 
it's like your past life shit, not to get woo. But I'm like, you just have, you know, I know, I know you're into it. <laughs> you know. But it's like, you've just got this wisdom in you. And I think something that's really interesting on that is I've always been told like, oh, you're wise beyond your years or you're just really wise or you're mature or you're whatever. And I'm like, oh yeah. But I'm like, no, I am. Yeah. And, and not in a way of, oh, I know better than everyone. But it's like, that is actually my power when it comes to mentorship. And I get to utilize that way more than I do because it's so easy for me to be like, oh, but I'm just going to have the knowledge to back it when it's like, I fucking know. Yeah, you do. I know. Yeah. And recently I've come into more, I guess, more even tolerance to that and allowing that to be the case. And it has been wild to see what's come through me in terms of like transmission vibes. I'm like, wow, I know a lot of stuff and I have a lot of perspectives and I have a lot of opinions. And if you follow me on Instagram, you probably notice like content has been like pumping out right now. And it's because I've just allowed myself to actually be in my wisdom to harness my directness and to stop stop doing the watering down thing. Yeah. Even though I wasn't really, 1% I was and that impacted my ability to create. So I'm just, I'm ready to send it. I've got to yeah, be honest. I'm totally. like, things are going to, it's like, I've been dabbling. Like yeah. I actually have been dabbling and you'll notice the shift. I really feel like just a final thought from me, but you know, I believe that where you are anywhere is where you are everywhere. That mm. perception of how you're being viewed in a room that you, like you worked through at the Her Frequency retreat yeah is where you were carrying that. Mm. Now you've let it go. You've dissolved that story and you've actually transcended that look, you can be more direct. You've actually let go of perception that you didn't even feel was there with your content. Mm. You've let go and you've allowed your directness to come through because you let that go. And this is why going on retreats, doing masterminds, getting coached is so cool because you feel like this is nothing to do with anything. I don't need to talk about this, but look at what Riley's just like illustrated for us all. Like she let go of that and now her content's going off. She's launching a new like evolution. This stuff is sick and it's all got to do with letting go of perception. Huge. Huge. Mic drop. Miking drop. These things are connected. (laughs) (laughs) We we can't drop it, but it's whatever. (laughs) Yeah, but I think that is actually a wrap on season one officially, which is really, really cool. And honestly, there's going to be a lot of changes to the podcast, a full rebrand and just... I'm actually being my fucking word here. Like things are moving, things are shifting, things are changing. I cannot wait and I'm so excited. So once I'm home from NZ, we'll be deep in recording just so much content for you guys and... Yeah, that's my story for today. I love that. Thank you for having me. Thank you for joining me. I actually, um, yeah, we'll talk about it, but I think I want you to stay. (laughs) Okay, (laughs) we'll talk. Anyway, (laughs) see you later. (laughs) Um, But thank you guys. Have an incredible little break from me. I'll still be in your ears in the form of being a guest on different episodes. Um, And I will see you back for season two in probably like four weeks. So it's not going to be that long. Yes. It won't be long. We'll get into that. Bye, guys. Bye.